Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Arena here in North End over Tuesday night. Hockey East action between Boston College, ranked 8th in the national polls, and Merrimack in the score at the end of 2 is BC2. Merrimack nothing. I'm Mike Mackin with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Joined by Ryan Lambert here from Yahoo Sports and also calling Talking News. Did I miss anything else there? No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man of all uh, media here. But uh, uh, first of all, thoughts on this game here. Look to me like Merrimack had chances in the first period, not able to cash in on them, especially the chance that Cini had there early in the period. Uh, looks like it's going to make him back to bite them. BC uh, uh, opportunistic on their chances leads to nothing. Yeah, that, that all sounds about right. Uh, you know, Merrimack's doing a good job. They've, they've drawn some penalties and that kind of thing, but they're not converting. And, you know, sometimes that's how it goes, I guess. But you give a team like BC even a few chances, they have enough skill that they're going to put the puck in the back of the net, and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with BC. I mean, everybody can talk about the fact that, yes, it's a young team, 13 freshmen with nine in the lineup tonight, uh, including every position. Uh, there are five freshmen at four, three on the fence, one in goal tonight. But uh, regardless, you're still talking about, you know, when you've got a Ryan Fitzgerald, right? When you've got an Austin Cangelosi, yeah. Colin White, even though he's not in the lineup tonight. You know, those three guys, yeah, those three guys can be the difference in winning the game most night. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, that that's the good thing about being a team like BC or BU or North Dakota. You have game-breaking talent in the lineup every night. So even if everybody else isn't that good, well, some guy can maybe go get a hat trick for you and you still win the game. So that's how it goes. Yeah, uh, let's talk first of all about BC then. Uh, uh, what's the ceiling here? How good can this BC team uh, end up being by the end of the year? Uh, top eight in the country, something like that. They don't have the high-end talent. The, the difference, as far as I'm concerned for BC, is they still have the high-end talent, but they don't have, usually what BC has is like four forwards in their bottom six. Uh, or uh, four high, like juniors and senior forwards in their bottom six. And now they don't have that. All those kids are freshmen and sophomores. And I think that does make a difference for them where, you know, they don't have 22-year-olds in those roles. They have 19-year-olds. And, you know, again, they still have high-level talent, but they are now vulnerable farther down the lineup to teams like, say, Lowell and Providence. And that that's why I guess I kind of see them as like, you know, they're a... I'd say probably first round loss in the NCAA tournament if I had to guess. Well, you're still talking about a team that with all the losses, if they made it back to the tournament, that'd be a pretty good, I think a pretty good showing yeah, for them. But, uh, uh, you know, one of the things I, I think about, and we talked with John Risch about this earlier in the game, or, or we talked about before the game and then played it in our first admission, but everybody says every year, how many more years is Jerry O'Connor going to coach, right? How long will, and it seems to me like he could keep going pretty much as long as he wants to, and I wonder whether or not the fact that he has such a young team, it's got to, got to be more of a teaching kind of year than and maybe some other years. Is that the kind of thing that, you know, gives him even more energy maybe and makes him want to, you know, see things like that through? Uh, like, honestly... When Jerry York retires, I'll believe that he's done. But, like, only after a few months into the season. Like, even in November, I'd be like, oh, I bet he could come back, though. He could come back. Um, 
So yeah, I, I, you know, maybe maybe this is very exciting for him. I, I, I honestly, I, I, you know, this is my first time seeing BC this year, so I, I, I really don't, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to him. Uh, the, well, mainly what I would say though is, you know, this is going to be a quote-unquote down year for BC, probably. Down year for BC is still a good a year. Good year for yeah. just about anybody else, yeah. Um, but. You know, you can't see him calling it quits on a down year for BC. Like, I, I, I would highly doubt that this is his last year just because they're quote-unquote only going to win 22 games. No, I agree. And, and he's, uh, if I recall correctly, he's uh, you know agreed to coach BC through 2019-20 or something along yeah. those lines. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about the fact that, like I said, he seems like he could go forever and, and that sometimes it's things like this where, you know, you've got younger players and it's a different kind of a focus this year. And, you know, kind of gets you back maybe even more into the teaching mode than than, than you you had before. But uh, let's let's uh, before we have to go here to switch uh, gears, talk about Merrimack now. Uh, might might be your first time seeing them, a team that's been a little up and down so far early on this year. Seems like getting the puck into the net is probably going to be their biggest uh, question mark. It has been early on, and uh, you know has been tonight as well. But uh, other than that, where do you see this team so far? They're solid, you know. Uh, I saw the Sacred Heart game, and you want to talk about having trouble putting the puck in the net, like 48 power plays in that game, something like that, and it just wouldn't really go in for them until they got that late five on three. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of struggling to put the puck in the net is kind of like the hallmark of Merrimack hockey for, for a lot of years, and... You know that that, does, that doesn't change overnight, and, and it ebbs and flows a little bit. But basically, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is a, a solidly, you know, let's say seven to nine team in hockey, something like that. And that's there's a lot of really good teams ahead of them. You know, like the top six teams in hockey East include Northeastern, which just won the you know the league title, but. Well, Providence, BUBC, Notre Dame—like it's hard to get ahead of any of those, any of those teams. So, you know, you got some other teams, right? Like Vermont's off to a pretty good start this yeah. year. Uh, you know, I guess the big question is going to be: Can any of those teams jump into that? Remember, it used to be the Big Four, right? Yes, could, could anybody break into the Big Four? Now it's almost like the Big Six. Could anybody other than the top six break into that Big Six? Could UConn do it, for example? No. Um, yeah, I, don't, I really don't. I really don't see how anybody. So you, you think it ends up kind of the way it did last year? Oh yeah, I, I think there's a decent enough gap between even six and seven that you know maybe maybe at the end of the year it only comes out to like four or six points. But if those two teams played a, a playoff series, you'd feel pretty good picking the number six heading into it. You know what I mean? It's just you know if on its worst day, how much better is I don't know to pick to pick a top six team at random, how much better is BC than Merrimack on its worst day, you know? It, it, so, it, it's just one of those things where there's, there is a little bit of stratification in the league, but I think Merrimack is, you know, uh, on the upper end of, of the of the lower 
win teams, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, I think it may come down to teams, you know, it may, may well come down to teams that can score goals versus teams that can be. UConn's got a couple guys that can score, so we'll see whether or not that ends up allowing them to perhaps make that jump. But at any rate, uh, we do have to run. I want to okay. thank you for joining us, Ryan. Uh, you know, good to see you as always. Uh, folks, check out his work on Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Hockey, as well as uh, College Hockey News. Ryan, good to see you. Thanks, you too. All right, that's Ryan Lambert, our guest here in the second intermission, second intermission brought to you, as it always is, by the Merrimack Grad School. We're right here on WMCK, the score is Boston College 2, Merrimack nothing, back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.